Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gentleman's Talk, where the podcast talks about a man's battle with mental health, his personal experiences, and his journey to be a better soul. Hosted by James Dean Littlejohn. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Reflection Hour on the Gentleman's Talk. (laughs) That's what I'm calling my Sunday. Um, It's nice as I get slowly to grips with enjoying this process and my mind is bouncing around everywhere and I'm thinking about ways to interact and thinking about ways to manage my podcast because it's been an absolutely amazing week for my podcast. Um, I've certainly enjoyed it. Um, I've enjoyed getting more stuck in. I've enjoyed everything, everything about it. It certainly perked me up, made me feel a lot better um, about myself and it's really helping me engage deeper and deeper with my own uh, with my own thought process. Um, so yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed this week, and and you know, the reflection hour is relatively easy when you when you have a productive week for something that you enjoy. Um, it's been a roller coaster. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> if you've listened to my podcast throughout the week, and you'll probably get a live, um, not live, you know, but but an, an active up to date. Pre- uh, representation of of how I deal with things, you know, and it is a roller coaster. There's c- certain little things can affect your day massively. Um, like yesterday was quite a lazy day for me, um, it, relatively lazy, you know. So kind of like a nice easy day, but you know, I sort of kind of got engaged with the podcast at late at night and really enjoyed that process. And then today was another one of those lazy days, but I didn't really want it to be a lazy day managed to go out for a nice three-mile walk with the dog. Um, but, yeah, I was conscious it was a bit of... This is normally where I struggle, you see. This is where I feel like it's the thing to do to, to laze around and just see the day. And um, it's not until you get into a reflection hour, a, a process where you where I'm analysing my weekend, and then I go, OK, what have you done? I did achieve... Um, I got the, uh, the motivation up to do a bit of design work, and... Um, I managed to uh, prep a piece, nice piece of olive wood that I'd had. Uh, managed to make it into a cheese board for my auntie. So managed to design um, a cheese logo, laser etched it on, sealed it in, prepped it. You know, really, really turned out nice. So yeah, that was a productive aspect. I had to do that because if I hadn't have done that, I think that this probably would have been a, a different podcast. It would have been me going, Meh, "How fucking bored am I?" Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah. I'm just going to get myself cosy whilst I talk to you, actually. So, sorry, I was leaning forward, but not really, not comfortable, you know. Um, 
So basically, I've just had the whole day with music, really, as you can tell. I've got a nice random mix in the background. Um, and it just kind of gave me a... It, it has given me the ability to sit in the sun, uh, given me the ability to enjoy thinking, really. Um, and kind of... Because I've been on... Not on my own, because I've had family around me, but I had a nice, easy day with no stress. Everyone's doing what their own... You know, everyone's been doing their own things, and... You know, just pottering around. I've done, a, like I said, a little bit of creativity, a little bit of DIY, a little bit, of, a little bit of garden work. You know, but what that did give me the ability to do, and including with the walk, because I'd just been listening to musical days, put me inside my own head. Um, and something that one of my friends, well, something my best friend actually said to me this morning, uh, resonated heavily with me, um, and it was. You know, really, really important message. Um, I, I don't think I can, I can. I haven't got. A, I haven't got an ability to show you because I'm. Um, you know, it's uh, it's in the background and I, it will ruin the app. So, but anyway, the gist of the the gist of the the, gist of the, um, you know, the, the message that was sent to me this morning was, you know, he was proud of uh, of where I've come and he, you know, where I've come from and and how I've how I've progressed to where I am now and and still acknowledging that yeah he you know he knows if anything he would know firsthand because he's worked with me he's been on the end of my beratements he's been on the end of me being frustrated and 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 angry he's seen it firsthand because he's you know a, a fundamental big part of my life so for him to say that I've come this far actually resonates a lot heavier with me than than you know, just your average Joe. If they said it, and they they say they, and I'm, I'm, what by me, me by my average Joe is somebody you know you, you can kind of work alongside. And, oh yeah, I've noticed a little difference in you. You know, so, or so, something you don't see as regular. Um, but to hear it from somebody who's been there through those horrendous dark times um, and only really ever seen probably a snippet of the real dark times. You know, and I sent that to his, him in his message that. Even I'm surprised I'm here, um, and I say that um, candidly <laughs> because I can say that now because of where I am now and and how far I've come. Um, and they always say there was there was a um, there was a a quote that I'd read a little while ago um, that always fear the person who has been to the darkest depths but managed to pull him out himself. You know, you always fear that person because that person has been to the most horrible place you can imagine. So there's nothing that he can fear now, you know, and and, or, and that's in the context of most things in life. You know, you, of course, we have a respect for the sea and all the other things and, you know, respect for speed and heights and all the other things. So, you know, not not sort of context. That's not the context I mean. I mean, in just in general, that you don't take as much shit. You also acknowledge when people are being negative a lot quicker because you're like mate hold on a minute I've been to the point where I've wanted to not be here any longer so you there's nothing you can physically say that can hurt me or harm me because you know I'm not a religious person but in the context if I was I would have used the I would have used the phrase that you know even God wants me here do you know what I mean so somebody who's been to the depths and and come out you know in a better place they are you should be feared of those because they're the they're the strong characters and i and i admire that because you know i've got a lion tattoo on my hand and i've got a warrior 
um, you know, tattoo on my leg, you know, just to remind me. And there's a little tiny semicolon on, on the on the tattoo on my leg, which is, I, I had that purposely put in there because, you know, that's the semicolon is a is the um, is the icon for not the icon, you know, the logo for depression because it, you know semicolon obviously meaning um, you know it's not over. Um, used in in story writing, so it, it, I, I reson it resonated with me this morning. I kind of sat there and I went, Do you know what, mate? It was really, really, really nice, and you know, to hear that because although I didn't know how to respond to it because the emotion was initiated by someone else, it's okay when I get into a position where I, uh, you know, I can articulate my emotion, and and I can. I, I love articulating in words and and. And you know, verbal words or written words, how I feel because I like writing. So, but I got to be in the right frame of mind to, to be that way. So, for me to have someone say that to me um, and genuinely, you know, genuinely mean it, um, it, it meant a lot to me. It really did because we we all go through life saying, you know, I love you, and we all go through life saying. Um, you know, how are you and all that sort of stuff. And, and we and these just become the normal words, you know. But to actually hear it put down with a context, um, that means a lot because that person's understood my journey, has understood my process, understood that he's been there and seen how quick I can react. He's been there and seen me physically cry. He's been there and seen me physically you know, get angry. He's been there through all of those difficult emotions that I've endured. So to hear that, that meant a lot to me because that is that recognition, that not recognition, because it's, it's, it's just that kind of, it's that support. That's the wrong word. The wrong word was recognition, but support is the word I'm looking for. And, and that is invaluable. And I've always said, you know, um, it, I know I keep talking about friends and I and I really do all the time but I you can't I can't emphasize enough on how supportive they are and how if you nurture the um you know the the, the right people around you and they send you things like that, those sort of text messages and I've had my other friend <clears throat> Nelly um send me photos of him back on his fitness journey <clears throat> excuse me back on his fitness journey going out for walks and I've had my other friend Billy you know contacting me with his gun shooting and just a bit of banter which is like invaluable and I've I've been engaging back in with my brother and we've been having the banter and and you know personal message I was ripping the shit out of him actually yesterday for his Saturday night he was cleaning the uh, carpet with a rug doctor and I was like mate you are just fucking rock and roll buddy um but when you nurture those people around you and you, and those people look after you and those people enjoy your company and they give you that support and you give them the support back it's invaluable it really is it's it's so it it just makes your day you know i was walking in the sun today and i was listening to messages from my friends and i was oblivious to what i was doing because i was i was smiling and having a laugh with my friends and then, you know it's not it's not like we can just go and knock on a door uh, well, you can, but, you know, you, you can't just walk around the corner and knock on a door like we used to do. I, I keep always alluding back to that old, um, you know, that old way, you know, the old, the old, before phones and all the other shit that we had to deal with. You just, it was just raw and unedited knocking on the door, let's go, mate, you know. Um, and it brings me on nicely, actually, to a metaphor that was said by somebody. And believe it or not, this metaphor, and I'm not, in fact, I'm not going to tell you who the metaphor was. 
Uh, I will do it at the end because um, I don't believe in plagiarism. Um, but I'm going to put it in a context that is relatable. Um, and then at the end, once I've told you the metaphor and how I think that it works, and I think that it works with life. Um, excuse me, it's a little bit of interactive as well. Sorry, I've just had a massive fruit shake because I'm trying to be so healthy. But, you know, it's like fruit in your stomach. It just... It's in that in my belly. So it's like absolutely horrendous. Who said bloody being healthy is easy? I mean, I'm literally firing out seeds at my backside. I'm chewing that many seeds and everything I've got. Fibre, mate. It's all about the fibre. <laughs> you try and tell that, mate. <laughs> You're spitting shotguns out. <laughs> Shotgun rounds. <laughs> You know what I mean? Anyway, digress. Um, so, yeah, so, um, where was I? I've lost my track. So, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to completely lost track of what I was trying to say then, because I was just, this is what happens. I go on this tangent and I just go, I have no idea what I was talking about. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we get into the, uh, so, you know, I, I've been re engaging with my brother and everything else. So, it, it's it's been fundamentally amazing. And, what that did then was it, it made me look at these other things. And this, this video and, then, and um, you know, the end of it, when I tell you who it is, you can probably relate it to the way that the metaphor would have been said by him. Um, and what I tend to do then is uh, I, I just want to put a spin on it with a little bit of interactivity and then tell you who it is at the end. So, right, if you imagine, so if you're sat there now listening, hopefully you're sat there listening anyway, uh, just put your hands together with about an inch gap you know, above them. And, and this is called the gap analysis. Um, and I have looked into it, but the person who did it, did it in a slightly different way. So, and, and then what happens is, as this, this whole journey basically is this gap. So if you imagine this gap, um, as you, as this gap gets bigger. So if you imagine at the moment, your whole gap is in, inside this inch gap between your two hands. So you're not quite clapping. They're, they're together with an inch gap. And inside that gap is everything that was before or, you know, everything that, that you call, you know, life, friends, family, everything else. And as we've been talking along this journey, I've been heavily, heavily involved in getting people to look at the people around them and progress and move forward and look at them around them. Make sure that you're nurturing the right people around you. Make sure you're, you've got supportive family, you've got supportive friends, just because it is family it's irrelevant if, if if family family doesn't mean it's per, you know it has to be, you have to be friends at the end of the day you may clash you need to acknowledge your family but you know at the same time you can't disown them do you know what I mean? you can but it might cause a bit of heartache later on um so this gap is is us right so you you're, you now got your hands together and what we do is we grow and so so as we grow and and we sort of get the gap gets further away so the baseline at the moment is an inch gap the baseline is the floor and everything inside is all your friends and now as you grow you get higher up so the, the gap gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger now you're noticing that this gap you at the top so you're the top hand your friends the bottom hand now and you're growing up but you, this the, the bottom gap is isn't coming with you so you're actually creating a bigger gap so instead of it coming up together and you're rising together, so to speak, you're actually separating. So what's happening is all those people that were, you know, that you weeded out and you've looked at and gone, they're not engaging with me, they're not supporting me, not looking after me, they're staying there. So the only way to, to go back to them or to go back to that 
and make it so it was okay is by bringing yourself back down again. But you don't want to do that because that's negativity, isn't it? That's not what we. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the gap bigger. We're trying to get higher in the chain. We're trying to sort ourselves out, pick ourselves back up. This is a metaphor for being the, you know, the the, the platform. But we're trying to be better than that. We're trying to get us away from all of that negativity and and it will come up together if everybody was involved but you're not you're naturally going to get that gap slightly bigger so we don't want to regress because that's not what we're trying to do so as you get bigger these people just aren't going to come with you and you're going to meet new people along the way and sometimes they're going to fall to the bottom and sometimes they're going to sit on this top hand with you and they're going to rise but do not by any stretch of the imagination draw that gap back down to the inch bottom gap keep that going Keep making sure that you're weeding out those people that aren't looking after you, aren't supporting you. Now, the context that it was used in was actually by Snoop Dogg on his homies, as he says. So um, I think if you type in Google Snoop Dogg and, um, Snoop Dogg and the Gap, um, the homie gap or something like that, I think you'll probably come up with it so along the lines. And you'll see, you'll see him sitting there and you'll see him talking. I'll see if I can find the link. I might be able to put it into the um, thing at the end. Uh, as, as a short video but it was very very interesting that the way that he presents that um is very much like he uses the metaphor in terms of the hood and and you know in terms of the old life and and the old life for him was making sure that everybody was happy and this is where i'll sort of dive in a bit deeper now and and you can relate then it, hopefully in in the in the context of it so he was relating to the gap at the bottom was just making sure that everybody was fed and everybody was keeping alive you know that was that was his base rate but he wanted more than that he wanted more money he wanted more um he wanted a better life so and he wanted to better himself he didn't want to be in that low level so he kept going up and up and up but as he was going up and up he realized that the gap was getting bigger and he wasn't seeing those old friends as much because they weren't interested in progressing and bettering their life they wanted to live the hood life if you like that's the metaphor he uses so um i mean obviously i'm a straight up gangster so i don't want to give myself away so you know this is me you know i'm trying to be a bit low-key about this all right so um straight up gangster you know eminem ain't shit on me um so as we as we get slightly bigger he then realized that there was a gap so he was like well i do I, I want to talk to my homies but to talk to his homies he had to go back down which means that the, cl- you, the the gap closes you don't want to close the gap though because that means he's back down there again and he's not up the heights where he was getting where he's getting better life and he was better in himself so he just let them go and, and then the gap got bigger and bigger and bigger and now he doesn't see those people but they're still doing the same old routine the same old negativity the same old lifestyle the same old moaning but in actual fact, he's away from it and he's a better person for it. So, And that's where I use that gap analogy in the same sense of friendship. Because it's really important to make sure that we grow. Because that's what this is about. It might have been, certainly for me anyway, um, I certainly realised that a lot of my downfalls was the company I was keeping. I was keeping some very negative company. And as I keep saying to you, that as this fog has lifted from my face... And I've been able to see and, and life has become with more clarity and it's got more vibrance to it. And I, it's not just a black and white minefield at the moment. This is what it used to be to me. Everything was dark, dismal, and I didn't really see the light. Whereas now I'm starting to see that fog clearing. I'm starting to 
enjoy other things more. I'm starting to get ambitious again with regards to even now I want to take a half day off next week and go wakeboarding because I'm excited to go. Whereas last year, completely irrelevant to me. I could have gone, but I didn't want to. And the year before that, I didn't go at all. And the year before that, I went. But So we're talking almost you know, two and a half years I haven't been wakeboarding, doing a sport I absolutely love. Um, part of me is a bit worried because I'll probably go straight back in to try and do backflips, not realising I'm two and a half years older than I was when I last did one. And um, also the fact that it's been two and a half years since I've ridden. But do you know what? Um, you know, got to give things a go. Um, might be crippled for a couple of days, but say la vie, as they say. So it's yeah. So I used I I, so I watched that video and it, it meant a lot to me in the sense that it was Snoop Dogg. Um, he's a he's a living legend. I was heavily into my rap in the rap days when rap was actual rap, not crap like it is nowadays. Um, it was actual rap, and I don't care if I offend anybody with that one because uh, you know I I grew up with um, you know some very very good artists. You know um, Tupac. Biggie, Mace, you know, all of the all of the good people. So, um, Jarul, I mean, what a legend Jarul was. Um, and Ashanti, what a song. I mean, literally, there'll be some people there going, what a tune, or tune. Um, we used to blare that outside of my um, Ford Escort convertible in uh, maroon red. Uh, my friend actually had a blue Ford Escort convertible. The only difference was I had the automatic roof because I'm posh and he had the manual roof. Um, however, the downside to the automatic roof was when it goes wrong, it costs you more money. Um, and we all know that Fords are fix or repair daily. So, um, yeah, it was good. But it was fun times. Uh, we were listening to all the, the good tunes. So I relatable to Snoop Dogg because I've grown up with Snoop. Um, you know, not literally. Um, you know, he was round the corner. I was um, east side. He was west side. Um, you know what I'm saying? And don't get mixed because uh, you know when I did a couple of days in the uh, in, in in Popoville. You know what I mean? Don't want to talk about it, mate. It's nasty stuff. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm literally talking shit. Um, so yeah, so I, I I related to it. It drew me in, and then I easily related that to my own life, and I was like, that is amazing. That is what we do, and and it gave me an instant you know, an instant relatable context when I started spreading my hands apart going, well, okay, well, that's some people that I've known for years. And, you know, I've, I've cut a lot of people out of my life and, um, you know, not in a negative way, but just acknowledge that they're not right for me. Um, they're not right for the journey and the path I'm on. So I've let them go and I've slowly moved away. So, um, and it is the metaphors there. And a couple of times I have tried to drop back down again. And go, oh, hey, you know, how are you? And all this. And then I realise, no, fucking cut it dead, mate. Move forward. Move forward. So, and I have, and as I, as I increase, and I'm then getting these um, amazing messages saying how far I'd come along. Um, you know, I've got certain, I've literally got a handful of people on my Facebook. And they all engage with my posts because well, there's a small handful of people. I'm not looking for 300 people that don't really give a shit about me. Um, you know, and I've watched that over variation and the same people like my posts and the same people comment. So I'm like, this is amazing. These are the people that I want around me. These are the people that support me. These are the people I want to support back. These are the people I want to make happy. Um, it is difficult. I'm, I'm a very much, um, I'm very much a pleaser. I like people to have a good life. I like people to have a good time. 
um, I certainly like to make sure everybody around me is happy. Um, that can be sort of counterintuitive because I do tend to um, jeopardise my own happiness for other people's because I always get this impression that because I've been as, hun- as unhappy as you can be, it can't get any worse. Um, you know, the only physical way of getting worse is by ending it. And, um, you know, so for me personally, I don't want to get to that place now. So I'm conscious when I see people that are low and, and unhappy that I want to make them happy. I want to bring their spirits up as whatever I can do. Um, and that's proven to be really, really <laughs> detriment to my own uh, financial cost and my own uh, emotional cost sometimes. So, but. I'm happy to say that this gap that has been growing and, and I've been getting better and better um, and I'm learning to manage these things, that I'm happy because I know that the people around me, I'm, I, I know for a fact that whatever I invest in them, they're going to invest back in me. And that's a big, big part of my life. That's a big part of this journey. This is There's so many people. I think that we've opened up so much to social media. We've opened up to so much... Um, uh, sort of presenting so much of our life to everybody um, it does become an addiction um, and it has been an addiction for me um, and it is very very negative and disheartening when you don't get the feedback um, I'm a lot happier now I'm off 90% of all social media and just use my Facebook because it links to this um, and I know that there's an element of struggle because you still need social media, unfortunately, to progress forward in life with regards to getting notified. But the good thing is I'm not doing this for the notoriety of it. I'm not doing this because I'm trying to be famous. I'm doing this because I want to help people. So for me, that removes a lot of that pressure. So I'm not too bothered. Um, I like The only reason I'd like it to be shared, things like me talking, is because I feel I can help other people. And that is... I'm more interested in that. I'm more interested in people hearing that where people can, can come from and actually get to. So it was a really good analogy. I mean, and from Snoop Dogg, uh, you know what I mean? So it was it was really important to uh, to listen to that. So, but what I've indirectly done is, is like I said, I've had an amazing weekend in, in, and I feel like I've seen my friends because, you know, we've been engaged and we've been talking and it's it's lifted my spirits up and... Here I am now prompted to wanting to do a podcast because I like to make things interesting for them and, and, and listen to me. So, And it's giving them kudos as well. Um, we'll see how they feel in, in, in the next couple of days when I say that Tuesday night we're doing the live feed. And I've got some great stuff for that as well. I've been really, really invested in thinking about that. And I've got this nice little trick that I'm going to... Not trick, that's a wrong word, because trick sounds you know, like you're going to do something evil. But I've got this little thing, that the way that I'm going to capture it and deal with it. And, and I think it'll be exciting times. I, I hope so, anyway. So, yeah, so and it sort of drew me on to reflection, really. And it was really nice, because what that did when I watched that this morning and then went out for a walk, I gave myself that whole vitamin D, the sun was out, vest and shorts were on. And, um, yeah, I was I was walking the dog, just me and the dog. And listening to music, I watched this video in the morning when I got up, so it was playing on my mind all day. And then I had some happy times, I had some sad times, because I did have sad times about losing contact with some people. I've also felt sad that I've had to lose contact with some people, because despite their negativity, they, some people I've I've pulled away from have 
added some amazing memories in my life. Um, we're just on different journeys. We're just on different paths. Um, and I've had to recognise that. So I've had to analyse it properly and put it in the right context properly, if that's if that makes sense. Um, and by that I mean understanding that these people were a part of my life, understanding that I've had some good times in my life with memories, photos and, and you know, something to talk about, something to, you know, when I'm sort of 70, 80 and just sat there pissing myself. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me, I'm just pissing myself. <laughs> um, but when I'm sat there in an old age pensioner's home or wherever, you know, and I'm and I'm reminiscing on my life, there'll be a there'll be a part of my life. But it's recognising that that chapter is over. It's recognising that that chapter's closed. And I've closed that book and I've put that bet to bed. You know, that chapter's moved on and I've moved on to another area now. So sometimes we try and drag those people along, and I think that sometimes it's actually easier and less painful and, and, and I'll reflect back actually to um, a, a, a sort of gif if you like or a photo that I was sent from one of my friends um, Billy who, who there was a guy holding a rope and his hand was um, you know completely torn apart red you know it was tearing because he was holding on to his past and he let go of it and then his hand relieved you know so it then turns back to normal and it says actually it's sometimes it's less painful to let go and I think that that is really relevant and and, and it's all of these little tiny videos these little tiny clips um, and I think that coupled with the addiction to need or think think that we need lots of friends because it's crazy when I reflect back and I did reflect back like I said today and I had some happy and sad times I didn't have a lot of friends when I was at school either really I didn't have massive mass of friends and it was only when social media kind of came onto the, the platform, really, and just kind of destroyed everything. And we felt connected to a lot of people. But I think it's a false connection. because, In fact, I don't think I know it's a false connection because we're not meant to go through life and hold on to so much of our past because that's what we do. We go out on the lash and we're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, add me to Facebook, mate. Yeah, add me to Instagram, you know, and then you talk for a couple of days. And I've been, I've fallen foul to this nearly every time I've gone out. And and you think that you need, you think that that fleeting moment that you've had or that fleeting pass or, you know, you've known someone and you've been on a course with them for a week and you think to yourself, oh, he's an absolute legend. Yeah, because you got him on a good week, mate. He wasn't stressed from work. He didn't have all his other commitments, etc., etc. So sometimes we try to hold on to things, thinking there's a connection there. And in actual fact, social media has given us the connection. But it's a false connection because they're not interested in us. They don't know nothing about us. Or if you're in the past and you've moved on, you normally just let go. You just go, you know, if I, if I, if I had a friend at school, and you know, we're talking back in, you know, 1990s, um, if I had a, a friend in school and I didn't like the person, I would avoid them, you know. Or I had a friend that's gone on to another friend, I would avoid them. Um, and I go, okay, well, we've moved on. We were friends in year seven. We're not friends in year eight. He's met new friends. He's grown into a complete and utter goth Looney Tune. He's found himself um, listening to rock and roll and dressing up in black. Um, and, and I'm not. I'm interested in, I don't know, at the time I was interested in snakeboarding rather than skateboarding, where there's a big thing then. Um, Google it, it's fucking legendary. Um, so I was into snakeboarding and, and you know, BMXs and stripping my motorbike down and rebuilding it and taking my scrambler out. So that's the sort of thing I was interested in. So I wasn't interested in that. So you lose friendships, but it was healthy to do that because you acknowledge that you've parted seas and you've gone on different paths. 
I think the social media gives us that um, that false sense of friendship. Whereas, you know, we think that we know that person and we see a couple of videos from that person or a couple of photos from that person. And in actual fact, they're not your friends. So you look down and you've got three, four, five, six. I mean, I've looked at some Facebooks and they've got like six, seven hundred people on their Facebook. And I go, I bet you haven't got six, seven hundred friends, mate. You've probably got four. So it gives us that false, that false feeling that we're that we're liked by so many people, and then when you don't get that gratification, you don't get that kudos or that like or that comment, and then you see them comment on one of their other friends, and you go, "Oh, okay, wow, dickhead." It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that they've got a closer relationship. They've nurtured that person for them, and you know. Facebook is Facebook, isn't it? Take it for what it is, you know, or whatever social media platform you're using. It's take it for what it is. If you want to go for likes and you want to go for fake friends, then obviously then you might be the next big break. You know what I mean? It's only a game show. You better believe it's right. Um, if you know that quote, then snooker loopy nuts are we. So, you know, if you want to go down that route and think that that's going to give you the next bit of fame and you're going to be the next big thing, um, then carry on i've i've tried i've and i don't mean i've tried and you won't succeed because i didn't succeed i mean i've fallen into that trap i've certainly fallen into that trap many many times and um i've learned the hard way to think that you know you do get certain a certain amount of business and stuff like that but i think personally word of mouth and doing things for your friends and and it is if you're in a secure job you're in a secure environment, you know, you've got your own house, you know, you don't, you, there's a lot of things you don't need in life. And one thing I've discovered I don't need is social media because I, I use it. I use Facebook now as a, as a cloud based fucking photo archive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, that's basically what it is for me looking back and seeing what I've done. It was quite interesting because my garden's completely changed uh, recently and I've done a lot with it last year into this year. And I'm getting uh, videos, or sorry, videos and photos on Facebook from 10 years ago to the last couple of days um, of me building a barbecue, outside barbecue, tiki, tiki hut and everything. Uh, 10 years ago I did that, and I remember doing it, you know. So I think that because I'm using it like that now, it, I get a lot more gratification out of it rather than going, um, posting and going, well, who's going to like my photos, you know, because I've already done the groundwork for that i already done the groundwork to know that those 18 people or whatever 20 people that i've got on my friends list are all close to me and i like their stuff they like mine so i know for a fact that i'm going to get that little bit of kudos that we all like because we do like to feel loved we do like to feel like people care about us um, but i know i'm going to get that from the people that i've got on my friends list because that's what i've done i've developed that i've nurtured that um and I know for a fact that, for me, the people that I've got currently in my life, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but they certainly add a lot of value to my life. And and if, for instance, they fall off, they fall off um, off the growth pattern um, because they do something else themselves. Um, I'm confident in the fact that I know that the people around me will always be friends with me for life because I think that they're very very good people. And I get a lot out of each individual one of them. So, and that's that's invaluable to me, really is. So, and I know I harp on all the time about friendship, but 
I can't emphasize enough, and I said this earlier on, exactly the same word, how important they are. Um, and I've said this so many times because they add a lot of value to you. They, they, they perk you up. They, they make you feel happy. Um, you know, they, they give you motivation. They push you as well, which is really important. And also, it's just nice to feel that you're part of something. So I was happily, that's basically my, that was my reflection Sunday, really. Um, you know, and, and it, it was, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. And I thoroughly enjoyed the engagement side of things. Um, and I've kind of noticed just that my spirits are lifting up a little bit more. Um, you know, I do get, I, I, I don't know, I, I never know what tomorrow is going to bring, which is always a difficult bit for me. And, um, you know, tomorrow is one of those days that I don't know what it's going to bring. I know I've had a quiet weekend. So do I think that tomorrow is going to be a bit of a slow one? Um, potentially, potentially. But I'm ready for it. I'm geared up to know that, you know, I've I've had two weeks and I've had no colleagues in because they've all been, um, all had time off for Easter. So I'm coming back in to hear about their time off. Their time off. Um, and moving forward with planning to get ourselves geared um, you know, to do our job properly now. So, you know, there's a lot going on. <clears throat> so I don't think it will be as bad as I as I normally would get if I've had a quiet weekend. And also, like I said, I've gone away next weekend and I'm really excited about that. Um, it's a way away as well. So it's not like local, it's not stressing, it's just a, a car ride to a location, enjoy the weekend and a car ride back. And I've obviously discovered as well that it's bank holiday Monday, so get two days off and back into work on Tuesday. So I get plenty of rest and recuperation from hopefully a good weekend. Um, but at the end of the time, end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's a good weekend. I'm not planning it to be an amazing weekend. It's just go with the flow and see what happens. So that's how important friendship is to me, and that's why I keep harping on about it. Um, that's why I'm, I think it's. I think everybody needs to do it. Everyone needs to look inside themselves. Everyone needs to, not literally, because, you know, that would be fucking scary. But everyone needs to look inside their own little network and just see. Because I guarantee if you actually gave it the time of day to look down at your friendship groups and go, yep, he doesn't fucking talk to me, he doesn't talk to me, he's not interested, you know. And sometimes you can just drop a few of those off and you start getting to the point where, you know, the people that you've got around you are constantly engaging with you and constantly having fun with you. So they're supporting your, they're supporting your moves. They're bringing you up because you're getting that kudos and that level that you need. So massively important, really massively important and super exciting that I'm, you know, that I'm so engaged in this. And like I said, I've got a live show coming up this week, uh, which I've got a few plans for. Um, hopefully, um, the one to two people I'm looking at, maybe three. I don't know what we're going to do yet. I don't know. I kind of want to do a test piece, really, um, to, to to see how it goes. Um, I've got this, like I said, I've got this little this little spin to to kick the conversation um, off, and then just have it as a chat, have it as a talk about you know mental health and stuff like that. And and I'm really interested to understand what other people's perceptions of it is. And I'm really inter interested to understand in how people have managed their journey. And do they think that they've ever had this? Because, you know, I'm not here to diagnose th a thing, uh, anything. One thing I did read earlier on, actually, was um, if you're ever going to talk about mental health and somebody says to you they're a bit, a bit down or, you know, they're feeling a bit low. Um, one thing which I thought was, um, I see the relevance to it. But at the same time, I think that it depends on who that person is. But... Um, 
again, it struck a chord with me, and that was um, them saying, if you're talking to someone about mental health, um, and I was sort of kind of, the reason I got onto that topic was because I was, I'm looking to talk to other people about mental health. So you've really important what you, how, how you present the conversation, and it's really important to be careful because the last thing you want to do is trigger anything. So um, I was looking, and they were saying, whatever you do, do not diagnose. If someone talks to you about their about their illness or how they're feeling don't diagnose them with something because you're not a i'm not a trained psychiatrist i'm not a trained um you know therapist so i couldn't i can never i can always sound and look at symptoms but let's face it we can all look at the internet for symptoms and you know i'm not saying that that's what people do but that's probably what some people do. Look at symptoms and go, I need the symptoms. It's over the prolonged period. I keep talking about this. I've told you this before. Prolonged period stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, it, it's it's hugely, hugely important that I make sure that I get this right. Um, and make sure that I don't, I don't... I'm not here to diagnose anybody. I'm just here to talk. And that's where the relaxed side of things is going to come into play. Um, and then hopefully it just grows. It gets those um, legs and, and moves forward. Because I think I'll add a lot to it, you know, in terms of this. I mean, I've been talking to you now for the best part of, best part of 49 episodes. <laughs> so, um, you know, you've heard a lot of my voice. Um, I've certainly enjoyed it and I'm continue to enjoy it. Um, and like I said, the feedback that I'm getting from other people, the little indirect questions that I get from people... Um, in their own little quirky ways are amazing for me because it gives me that spark to go, I can relate to that. I can do, I can talk about that. Um, and all of the, the positives I get from the people around me and the friends I get, I've got around me just underpin all of this conversation. And I'm giving you, like I said, you, you're getting up to date um, episodes with it as this all happens. So it's really, really important. Um, and we're all here at the end of the day to, to make the most out of this one chance we've got at life. Christ, we're one of the luckiest sperm to get through. So, you know, um, it's, it's massively important that we, we, we hold on to that and we embrace it and we cherish life. Um, and we take every opportunity to have fun. But along that way, you know, we're all, every day's learning. and We're all finding our feet all the time. And like I said, social media can be such a negative tool for us. And I'm, it's been negative to me. That doesn't mean it's negative to you. And I, I know it's got massive advantages. And this isn't me. I'm not on some sort of crusade to ban and abolish social media because that's not what I'm here to do. I just know it doesn't work for me, for, 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 for me, from my perspective. Um, because I get too jealous and I get fixated on the negatives of social media so i know that my brain doesn't have the capacity <laughs> to you know look at other people's problems and read them and not just put them in the context that they are like somebody's out there getting needy or someone's out there fishing for likes or whatever i i have to physically comment so i go oh and then before you know it i'm in heated discussions etc etc or i'm seeing things that i don't want to see and then as i've pulled away from that and like I said, the people that I really, really care about are on my mobile phone. And if any of those people that have been removed off my social media ever message me, um, all the ones that really count will get a hi, mate. How are you? Because I've kept all their numbers. I'm not, I, didn't I didn't delete everybody. I just removed the aspect of the internet, went back to my 80s and, um, and, and early 90s, 
and start just fucking enjoying life again. Um, you know, um, and since I've done that, and, and this is early doors, I keep talking about it, it's only four months, but in the four months, I'm getting a lot less negative episodes. I'm getting a lot less aggression. I'm learning to control myself. I'm learning to control my emotions. Can be difficult, trust me, it fucking can. This isn't, you know, this isn't the the icing on the cake. This isn't the final candle. This isn't the, you know, plaster the, you know, repair the crack. It's nothing like that at all. There is a metaphor out there. I couldn't think of it. Um, this this isn't a quick fix. That's the one. <laughs> um, this is just me talking to try and help us manage this on a daily basis. I know I have this for life. I know that I could regress at any point. I certainly am fearful that I'm going to have a good summer and I'm going to regress massively in winter next year. Um, I'm already in thoughts of how I can uh, c- can combat that and what I can do to combat that. And from what research I've found, a lot of people go snowboarding in winter because it gives you that similar vitamin D um, and you get a little bit of adrenaline and excitement. So that's something I'm going to be looking at doing this, this uh, winter, saving up to have a week's break when it, I know it gets really bad for me, which is around November, December time. So plenty going on but that's forward planning isn't it i'm not sitting here now like i would have been last year um excuse me last year i was sat there through summer had a really good summer and um got to winter and crashed and burned and then obviously we all know about december december was a horrible time uh for me but november december is always a horrible time because it's it's linked with my car crashes and that's the time when i was i felt my darkest so I need to combat that to try and pick it up because I know that I pick myself up when the sun comes out. I know that I pick myself up when I can get outside and do things. So I need to manage that. But this is the whole journey. This is the whole planning. This is the knowing that that's when the, that's when it's going to happen to me. So I'm going right on it, James. Book something. Get something going. Give yourself that little break. Um, again, it's coupled with money. So there's a lot of thought that has to go into this. It's not just spontaneous. I don't have the disposable income, as they say, to just bugger off for a week. But a bit of forward planning and, you know, we can we can get this going. So, um, yeah, massively important strides are being taken here. Really, really big steps. And I think that's massively important for us to do that. Um, and like I said, this just this one metaphor gave me the whole day to reminisce, think about things, uh, you know, went out walking, I had positivity, um, you know, sat outside just enjoying the calm day, listening to music, um, and in that I, I gave a lot, of, a lot of thought and a lot of time, and I don't think we do that enough, we don't give ourselves enough time to properly analyse things, and that's why I've called this a reflection hour. I've harped on about meditation and everything, and, and I still do it to this day, it's, like I said, it's, it's everything three months is how we do to how long it takes I've t- I spoke about this in my last podcast and it's working for me I still sit down I still reflect I might do it in a slightly different way I might have the music on maybe not the lights or I might sit in the back garden now because it's it's summertime or spring you know into encroaching on summer so for me it's nice with an hoodie on and just you know just, you know nice blanket oversized jumper I just sit there and, and, and think and by thinking I've given myself full analysis of those people that I've had to let go and that that now sat on that palm at the bottom of the gap. They're the ones that I think about and I acknowledge you're down there because I give them a fleeting thought now, not as as in-depth as I used to, um, 
But I sit down there and go, you're down there because you've been bad. <laughs> no, you're down there because you don't want to grow or I recognise you on a different path. I recognise you wanted to do something different. I understand that. I'm fully appreciative of what you've given me and what value you gave to my life. I've acknowledged that you're on a different path and you had a massive element of negativity towards me. Or we brought negativity, depending on who they were. And I've just gone, okay, it's time to uh, let go and carry on climbing that ladder to hopefully success. Um, And I feel better for it. It does take time. Nothing like this. This is not easy. This is not an easy process by any stretch of the imagination. Like I said, 48 episodes in and I'm still challenged daily with my feelings yesterday i'm having arguments pathetic arguments so it it doesn't stop it's not like it's not a quick fix it doesn't just disappear you have to manage it and there'll be times where it'll regress there'll be times but what i do now is if i'm ever in that mood as i contact my friends or i talk to my friends and it'll perk me up and that's that's blocking those negative thoughts from coming in it's blocking the fog from trying to put back put back over my eyes it's given me that inspiration um it's hard it's really weird because i made this uh i made this cheese board earlier on i, I was talking about made a cheese board for my auntie who uh she's like say she she's she fucking she says i fucking love cheese and um i don't know her uh, i don't know a lot about my auntie to be fair um, again, you know, families sort of kind of moved apart and I didn't talk to them for the best part of 15 years and I don't really know them now, but she's she's very relatable to my mum, obviously, because it's her sister, but uh, same sort of personality and um, I, I, I've seen glimpses of that. So, But they asked me to make a cheese board, my mum did, for a gift and I, and I said I would do it and um, it's taken me, believe it or not, um, six weeks to make this cheese board and it took me about three or four hours today uh, to do um, but I, I don't know why it took me so long to find the inspiration and the motivation to do it. And well, I do actually. I tell a fucking lie. I know 100 percent why I didn't do it. Um, I have this thing that if someone asks me to make something for them, um, anyone that really knows me knows that's not the way to approach uh, making something for me. Um, although they didn't, you know, they, they. The problem was is my mum and dad came up to me and said, "Can you make a gift?" on one of your cheese boards they're fucking amazing we really want to make one for my sister because she fucking loves cheese so they said to her i wanted to say i fucking love cheese and i'm like okay so she'd given me direction now it's not because it's my parents because if anybody gives me direction and says i want this i won't do it i I physically cannot do it because i'm not inspired enough to do it and it's not come from my it's not come from me it's not me wanting to do it so People say to me all the time, and, and I don't mean this in a big-headed context by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I like photography, and I'm quite good at it. I like wakeboarding, and I'm quite good at it. I like, um, you know, I like designing things. I'm quite good at it, you know, because I make myself be good at these things. The problem is, when I get good, and I know I've learned the technique, I just move on. I just go, fucking done. I, I, I bought ice skates, and, you know, I've been a couple of times, and I fucking love it, but... I know for a fact that I won't get good at it. I'm too old and it does hurt quite a bit. So I'm like, recreational, I'll keep the skates for that. But I'm not going to push this sport because... So, and that's where my thought process goes. I lose interest very easily. 
And today I was kind of sat there, and, and the reason I sparked myself up today, and the reason I was like, fucking, mate, you need to get on this, is because con- consciously I was, you know, my mum and dad were waiting for it, but the other part of me was sat there going, I need to do it because it will keep me busy for the day. And today was the day. It, there was no rhyme nor reason why today was the day, but it was. And I've done that before. I've put projects down and literally left them. I've got so many unfinished projects. I've got this little grey box um, I say a little bit, it's an ottoman next to my, in, in my bar and it's filled with half finished projects and it's filled with hundreds of, probably about a hundred um, RAF patches that have, that have not sold because I haven't sold them because I'm not interested in selling them. I designed them, I took the ones out, I took one of each design that I've ever drawn and designed and kept it and then I was given the extra amount on top um, that weren't being sold um, to the RAF, and they were my they were my cut basically from from the big packs, and I haven't sold them because I'm not interested. They'll sit there and they'll probably end up in the attic, to be honest, which is quite a shame because they are amazing. But I've given them to what people I've given the ones I like to the people I care about, um, or would be interested in them anyway. That's that's a more better way of putting it. Be interested because I, I like everybody that, that's around me. But if you're not interested in the patch, I don't see the point in giving it to you because you wouldn't see the relevance to it. In fact, I did actually give it to somebody. I gave a patch to an old uh, work colleague in my last place, and um, he said to me, "Oh, he'll make a nice tea coaster." And I looked at him and went, "You're a fucking dick, mate." And that's the problem. That's why I don't make things for people because that's the type of you know you might get one in ten people that would be really appreciative of it. But those other nine people will be like him. Oh, right. Well, cheers for that. Um, you know, that was a gift from me. He didn't even fucking turn up my leave and do. So, um, you know, it just goes to show where my level of gratitude and, and, you know, kindness is and where this old fucker is, you know. So, um, but I don't get disheartened about it, as, although that sounded very bitter. Um, so, yeah, I, that's my thought process. So I text my I text my mum and dad and I said, sorry, it's taken so long to do. I, I just got this process. And they went, oh, there was no pressure. You could have done it whenever. I was like, no, it wasn't about the pressure because I know there was no pressure. I didn't mean it in a negative. And it sounded negative towards them. But I was like, no, it doesn't. I don't mean it in a negative way towards you. What I mean is I wasn't interested in it because I didn't think of it. I didn't want to do it for somebody as in I hadn't met my auntie and gone and said, oh, the scenario wasn't pre- present when, when, with me. So I heard about it sort of second, third hand, really. So for me, I didn't see the humour factor, the, the humour side of it, and I didn't see the relevance to it. So for me, it was just a logo on, you know, a bit of olive wood, cut it, cut it down, prep it, drill a hole, draw a, a, a logo, laser etch it on, seal it, and then give it to them. That's the process. Now, sounds relatively easy. It's fucking not, I can assure you. But I just got to the point where I was like, like I said, I go through this thing and, I, and people have asked me to do things for them and I've just looked at them and gone, no. And they look at me like, but I'll pay you money. And I go, no, it's not about the money, mate. I Nothing I ever do is about money. That's clearly apparent by the fact that my mum said, right, how much do I owe you uh, for the job? And, and I was like, well, I know for a fact that cheese boards, you know, a basic cheese board is about thirty, forty pounds for a bit of block. Let alone a personalised logo and a little fucking cutting knife. So you're probably looking at about fifty, fifty-five quid, sixty quid if I wanted to be a complete arsehole and say this is fucking one-off because it is one-off. You wouldn't get this anywhere. Um, and I said to him, no, just pay me for the piece of wood, mate, fifteen quid, and that's what I paid for the wood. I paid for the slab. I paid for a slab of uh, rosewood, 
and then just cut it and took my, said, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not interested in my time because I've enjoyed the process. So I've got a lot out of it. I've done it in my own time. I've done it with my own design. I've, so basically I've removed the emotion that they wanted from it. And that sounds harsh, but it's not, but I've removed their emotion and done it because I remembered in the back of my head that someone wanted it. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to do it now. And I did it. And, and, um, you know, it, it turned out fucking amazing actually. Um, and that's not me blowing my own trumpet, toot, toot. but it's a process to go through. Um, and I don't think that'll ever get better. What's that relevance to do with mental health, though, he says? And, and whilst it, it's, the relevance is it's a journey, isn't it? And the relevance is how every day is a battle and something as easy as some, that, that which I absolutely enjoy doing was hard to get started. And a lot of people have said, you know, my wife says it all, all the time to me, she's like, James, you, if you put your heart and, and mind to it, I think you could probably be a millionaire. Because, I, you know, I like making one-offs. And if I had a, a spray shop... Uh, with all the tools uh, and uh, and just myself every single day, I probably could make some really awesome things because I I I wouldn't have the pressure of anyone else. The downside is it has to be on my terms, it has to be my design. If someone gives me a design, I'm just like I'm not fucking interested, mate, because it's your design, it's your work, it's not my work, and I'm very much a perfectionist, and I like to I like to own that piece of work. I don't like collaborating with people I'm very selfish in that sense because I worry that they, it won't be up to my standard or it won't fit with my suit um, for instance I, you know people have asked me to do things and I've just chinned them completely off or gone yeah 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 and I've gone I, I've got no interest if, if I'd have done it within a few days then you know I'm 100% interested if I haven't done it yet I'm not interested because it's either I don't understand it, or I'm just not interested. So mental health is a crazy, crazy thing. Uh, crazy thing. Um, and learning about myself, and that's the reflection side of things today, when I was reflecting, and I was thinking to myself, why is it taking me so fucking long to do this? You know, this was a couple of three hours, and I enjoyed it, and it turned out amazing, and I've just gone, well, because you're not interested, mate. So it's like that finding that motivation, even if you're good at something, you might lose the motivation to do it. And that's another thing with mental health. That's, and I've spoke about that with motivation. So it will never subside. It will never disappear, I don't think. Um, I think it's just a battle that I'll, I'll endure all the time. And until I can get to the point where I've got enough space to do that, where I can happily make my own things and just pot around, it'd be a dream come true to have a workshop and just evenings and weekends go and, you know, cut out a bit of wood and do a design on it, laser etch it, seal it, do some crazy artwork, do some airbrushing. I mean, I've got all the gear, absolutely no idea. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a, just a journey, but that's what we're here to do. And we're here to get us through this journey, develop coping mechanisms, talk about this, get it open, get it open and out there. And that's where even this reflection thing is so important. I'm sat here staring at a clear sky with the um, stars out and my pathways lit and I'm enjoying life um tomorrow's another day and we and you have to take each day as it comes um but it's so so important um and like I said that gap analysis that we spoke about um throughout this podcast is really important make sure you're looking at your gap and if you think that gap is closing up because you're trying to pull yourself back into your old ways then you need to stop review and move forward and find out what you're trying to do. Are you trying to? Are you doing the work that's that's pulling you back down? 
and you realise and you're doing everything again, well, you need to sever those ties and move forward and get that gap back to going up, getting that gap distance again, getting you on a better place, getting you up and above. Um, so, yeah, I hope that that has given you a little bit of metaphor, a little bit of food for thought. Um, on, a, on a bit of gap analysis, direct from the man himself, Snoop Doggy Dog. Um, I think he was going to be called Snoop Lion one day, wasn't he? <sighs> Imagine that. You've got so much money that you, <laughs> all you can think about is going, I'm going to change my name from fucking lion, dog to lion. Yeah, you fucking do it, mate. You do it. <laughs> what a fucking hard life that would be, wouldn't it? That's all you've got to think about is how to, how to address your name. So, yeah, really important stuff. Really, really important stuff. But it's a journey. We're going through it together. Uh, and thank you. Like I say, thank you for listening. This has been so good. Uh, motivational Minute coming up tomorrow. I can't wait. I've got another brilliant one to do in the morning. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a really good podcast tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. And then hopefully Tuesday, I'm gripping some people to do a little talking with me. Um, and that'll be a little live session. So uh, just an hour. An hour or so, just just talking away. Um, I've got to work it all out, so hopefully we'll get over the little um, the little bumbling start and the you know the hurdles I'm going to probably face. Um, but it'll be a good laugh. It's good. It's good to uh, get try things out and get progressing, isn't it? So um, get that gap distance up. So enjoy the rest of your evening, and um, I look forward to talking to you throughout the week. Thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, keep smiling. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.